Holy Ghost right. Amen. It's been an honor and a privilege to come be in the service where the presence of the Lord is. Amen. Don't count it as a light thing. Even Paul said, beware when the things which were once uncommon become commonplace. We can get too common in the house of the Lord with the presence of God. Amen. Amen. God didn't even want Aaron going in and out of the tabernacle every day. He said, I don't want you to get so common with it that it's an ordinary thing. And I'm telling you, whenever we come into the house of the Lord and God comes down, and we can feel that Shekinah glory in this house. Amen. I want you to know it's for a purpose. It's for a purpose. Amen. And you can always tell when conviction's in the house. If you'll see a child come and pray. I'm telling you, God is, God's moving in the house. Amen. Moving on the hearts that are tender. The hearts that are submissive to the will of God. Praise the Lord. I love to see children pray. Amen. Some says, well, you're taking up, I'm telling you, it's taking up God's time. Amen. He said, suffer the little children to come unto me, for such are the kingdom of God. Amen. It's always in order for a child of Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And I, I apologize to the church, to the church that is filled with the Holy Ghost that I have not fed you anymore this week than I have. But we have endeavored to reach for those that are on the road to hell. Hallelujah. And uh, God has laid it on our heart. There's nothing any more important tonight. I know we could have shouted it out. We could have. But there's some, Brother Ford, that they're not feeling what we're feeling. Amen. They're not prepared to meet God. If God should come right now, young person, mama or daddy, right now, would you be ready to meet him? Would you be, would you be prepared to stand in the judgment and hear him say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Amen. We talked about mercy this week and grace. I'm telling you, I depend on it. I, I, I certainly depend on it, brother. Somewhere in life, you're going to need that amazing grace to come to your rescue. Somewhere in life, you're going to need mercy from God, and you're going to need mercy from man. And I would hope what I want to preach about tonight I would hope that when mercy reaches for you the very first time that you'll hear mercy I want to preach tonight about when mercy goes to the extreme hallelujah hallelujah I'll tell you what I want to preach about before I read the text I want to preach about when mercy goes to the extreme Amen. You'd like to turn to the book of Amos, the fourth chapter. Brother Moore, I do count it an honor and a privilege to have come this week and 
pray that some soul has been touched or stirred. Somebody's got a closer walk than they had. Somebody's got a greater determination than they had. Amen. If you don't know this Jesus that we're talking about, that they're singing about, according to this Word of God that I hold under my hand, Acts 4 and 12 says, Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Hallelujah. I don't believe there's a man or a woman under the sound of my voice tonight that has got your mind made up to go to hell. I don't believe that. I don't believe there's anybody in here that has resolved in your mind to go to hell. And God's mercy is reaching for you in this house. Hallelujah. In the book of Amos, the fourth chapter, let's go to the sixth verse. Keep in mind, we're going to preach on when mercy goes to the extreme. Sixth verse. And I also have given you cleanness of teeth in all your cities, that's famine. That's what he's talking about. He said, I have given you cleanness of teeth in all your cities and want of bread in all your places. Yet have you not returned unto me, saith the Lord. And also I have withholden the rain from you when there were yet three months to harvest and I caused it to rain upon one city and caused it not to rain upon another city. One piece was rained upon, and the piece whereupon it rained not withered. So two or three cities wandered into one city to drink water, but they were not satisfied. Yet, listen to this, yet have they not returned unto me, saith the Lord. I have smitten you with blasting and mildew when your gardens and your vineyards and your fig trees and your olive trees increased. The palmer worm devoured them. Yet have you not returned unto me, saith the Lord. I have sent among you the pestilence after the manner of Egypt. Your young men have I slain with a sword and have taken away your horses. And I have made the stink of your camps to come up into your nostrils. Yet have you not returned unto me, saith the Lord. I have overthrown some of you as God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. And you were as a firebrand plucked out of the burning. Yet have you not returned unto me, saith the Lord. Listen carefully to the 12th verse. When mercy has done all it can do, and mercy has went to the extreme, Therefore thus will I do unto thee, O Israel, and because I will do this unto thee, prepare to meet thy God, O Israel. I was in the prayer room this morning, again about 3 o'clock. God began to lay it on my heart, brother. Amen. That God's mercy... God's mercy will go to the extreme if it has to to see you saved. 
Can I get a church tonight that would pray from your heart? Amen. Is this pastor asked his God anointing on it tonight? of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ the power of your spirit the power of your mercy God would be revealed in this house reaching down into every heart and soul and life under the sound of our voice tonight we would respond unto it by faith and let it God do its work in our hearts and in our lives as you anoint brother McCain tonight God to bring forth your word thy will would be done in the precious name of the Lord Jesus Christ in Bendale, Mississippi tonight as we give you the praise and the honor for all of it in Jesus' name. Give the Lord a good hand and clap of praise. <laughs> Hallelujah. Somebody shout it tonight. Come on. Lift up your voice unto the Lord. Oh, Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God, you walk the aisles of this church tonight. God, you speak to the hearts, the minds, God, of that soul that's so close to hell. God, you do it in Jesus' name. And the church said amen. Praise the Lord. You may be seated. You may be seated. Hallelujah. There's a lot of talk about extreme sports today. A lot of talk about extreme sports. Uh, not too many people just satisfied to do the ordinary anymore or, or watch the ordinary anymore. They want to they see something extreme. They want to do something extreme. That's why men climb mountains, uh, realizing that there is a very good chance of them dying on top of that mountain. But there's something on the inside of them that takes them to the extreme. Amen something on the inside of them pushes them beyond what is ordinary amen it goes beyond what is commonplace and it becomes called an extreme sport but I want to preach to us tonight about when God's mercy goes beyond what is ordinary beyond beyond what is commonplace to us in the house of God when God's mercy goes to the extreme Amen. We talk about grace and we talk about mercy. And I, I depend on it so much. Somebody asked me, said, Brother McCain, what is your idea or your philosophy? I said, I don't, I don't have a philosophy. Amen. I said, my ideals are what's preached in this Word of God. And I said, I believe that we got to preach this Word of God, uh, amen, exactly the way it is written. Uh, amen. I said, I believe it means what it says. Uh, I believe it says exactly what it means. Uh, amen. But after we have preached everything that we know to preach, uh, then I'm going to get me a big double hand full of mercy, uh, and I'm going to put right on top of that Word of God, uh, because I realize that someone in life. I'm going to need the mercies of God. Amen. Somewhere in life I'm going to need God to look on me. Amen. And, and, and instead of judgment coming my way, I need to let God show mercy to me. Oh, I wish I had a witness in the house. Amen. Sometimes sometimes we're less amen than what God expects us to be. Amen. Sometimes we're less even than what we expect of 
ourselves. And whenever we get to that point in life, amen, instead of God throwing us away, can I tell you God is in the salvage. I said God's in the salvage business. God's not in the throwing away business. Amen. God's not in the junkyard business. God's in reaching somebody, even if he's got to go to extreme mercy. Hallelujah. God's mercy talks to us in a, in a lot of ways. Amen. This whole, this whole concept uh, of this Word of God, uh, it's about preparing for death. Uh, it's about preparing yourself uh, for a life that is going to be for eternity. Uh, amen. The Scripture said, except a man be born uh, of the water and of the Spirit, uh, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Uh, I'm telling you tonight, if you have not been baptized, in the only name of Jesus. Amen. Then you're not prepared. Amen. To meet God in a, in a day that is ahead of you. If you have not received the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues as the Spirit of God gave the utterance, then you're not prepared. You need to let the mercy of God. I said you need to let the mercy of God reach for you. Amen. The mercy of of God. It talks to us about life, and it talks to us about death. Amen. The softest breeze that blows. Amen. That's the mercy of God. It's letting you know that there's something bigger than the hand of man. Amen. You can't hold up your hand and stop the softest breeze. It's God letting you know. Amen. That he's genuine. It's God letting you know. Amen. That it's mercy is reaching for you. Hallelujah. Amen. The rustling of the leaves. Amen. I love to, I'm an outdoorsman. I love it. Amen. I love to hear the water as it, as it runs over the logs and the rocks. Amen. And runs down a little stream and pours across the beaver dams. But can I tell you in reality what I hear? I hear that's the mercy of God. Amen. I realize man didn't do it. I realize man can't replace it. I realize man can't make a replica of it. It's by the mercy of God. Amen. That little baby that you're holding in your arms. Can I tell you what it is? Amen. That's the mercy of God. Every time that you hear a baby cry, God's telling you that's life. God's telling you that's my mercy. God's telling you that's my mercy. That's reaching for somebody somewhere between birth and death. You better find the mercies of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So many times we preach about judgment. Amen. And things to come. And I want to preach to you tonight about mercy. Amen. But when it goes to the extreme, I find in the Word of God in Amos here, amen, that the Lord began to deal with them. And he said he was trying to bring a people back to him. Amen. Israel had gone and backslid away from the Lord. And they somebody here tonight, you know too much to go to hell. Amen. You know too much. Amen. To not let God's mercy. Amen. To 
deliver you and bring you to an altar of prayer. But God said, I sent a, I sent a famine to you. I sent it to there was cleanness of teeth. I sent it to there was nothing in your house to eat. He said, but yet, yet you did not return unto me, saith the Lord. Amen. God sent his tender mercies. Amen. By the foolishness. Brother, go to 1 Corinthians. Amen. 1 and 21. I'm going to tell you what the mercies of God is. I'm going to tell you what the plan of God is. I'm going to tell you what God's first choice. Amen. Has anybody ever went to pick out anything? And they said, well, this is my first choice. Amen. Can I tell you something? God has still got a first choice. And the reaching your never dying soul, sir. God still got a first choice. Amen. Can I tell you, brother, they don't want to hear the first choice. But you better accept it. Amen. Because beyond that, God's mercy will go to the extreme. Hallelujah. In 1 Corinthians 1 and verse 21. For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God. I want you to hear what it said. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. Brother, that's God's first choice for mercy. Uh, even I had a man tell me, he said, Brother McCain, uh, he said, Calvary was the greatest thing that ever ever came my way. Uh, I said, well, brother, I'm, I'm going to kind of agree with you. Uh, I said, Calvary is a wonderful thing. Uh, I said, but the greatest thing that ever come your way, uh, amen, was a God-called apostolic Jesus name preacher. Uh, amen, because the Bible said, how? Uh, how can they hear without a preacher and how can they preach except they be sent of God amen there's a world on their way to hell is it because there's not a Calvary for them no it's because they have not heeded to the mercy amen they have not heeded to the voice of a preacher it's God's choice can I tell you something it's still God's choice to reach you by the foolishness of preaching it's still God's choice for a preacher to throw out a lifeline under you. Hallelujah. Because beyond that, amen, I'm going to preach to you tonight, but beyond that, amen, God's mercy goes to the extreme, Brother Ford. Amen, if a preacher can't hear you, they will reach your soul. If you can't hear the voice of a preacher, we got a man in our church that was buried today. I was in the prayer room this morning. Amen, wasn't anybody else there? I don't know. Some just don't like to get around death. Can I tell you something? And I don't like it either. But you better get ready, sir. Amen. You're not going to live forever. Amen. There's going to be a day that you press your dying pillow. And you better pray between now and then that there is a preacher and there's God's mercy that can reach for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As I begin to walk in that prayer room, 
prince of a man laying in that sanctuary a prince of a man in our church brother that was faithful for some 30 years in our church there and now I thought about it today I said well maybe maybe this morning I was I was in prayer I began to think about it I said well maybe this will stir his two sons that are backslid amen but then a scripture came to my mind and God said even though I said cleanness of I sent a famine your way and it did not stir you. Amen. Can I tell you, he had already sent the prophet. He had already sent old Jeremiah. Amen. To preach the word of God to him. And they would not hear it. Amen. When God's mercy goes to the extreme. Amen. Can I tell you, you are going to pray. I said you are going to pray. There'll be a place, sir. There'll be a place, ma'am. There's going to be somewhere that you're going to bow a knee to an altar. Hallelujah. When God's mercy goes to the extreme. And I began to pray this morning. I said, God, don't you let Brother Thomas's death, amen, don't you let it be in vain. I said, but you stir them two boys. And the scripture came to me about the wise man. Amen. And Abraham told the wise man, they got Moses and the prophets. Amen. The one rose from the dead and came back to them. He said, it wouldn't stir them. Can I tell you something? It's going to be God. God's way or no way it's gonna be Holy Ghost or hell it's gonna be Jesus name or hell hallelujah hallelujah and then God began to speak to me he said they've heard preacher after preacher after preacher he said it hadn't stirred their hearts he said that my mercy can go to the extreme hallelujah Israel, why couldn't you hear the prophet? Israel, why couldn't you come home whenever the preacher began to preach to you? I'm going to preach to you tonight. Even by the help and the grace of God, I already feel the Spirit of the Lord drawing in this house. Amen. I already feel the Spirit of the Lord as it's getting a hold of the heartstrings of your life. You better realize, sir, amen, you may not come through the doors of this church in the same shape you walk out of it tonight. If God's mercy goes to the extreme. He said, I said famine to you. He said, yet you return not unto me, saith the Lord. He said, I said drought to you. I dried it up in one city. Amen. And let it rain on another. Just where you would know what I am. Just where you would know I had the power to do that. And it looks like when you ran into that city. Amen. But the scripture said they were not satisfied. You're not going to find satisfaction out in the world, young lady. You're not gonna find satisfaction now out in the world young man let me preach to you tonight there's no girl worth going to hell over there's no boy that's worth going to hell over you better get the mercy of God Say, Brother McCain, you don't know what she looks like. Yeah, and you're not going to know what hell looks like either. Amen. Can I tell you something? There's not going to be any love affairs in hell. There's not going to be anybody that can comfort you in hell. You better let God's mercy reach for you. Amen. You better let God's mercy stir you. Amen. He said, I said drought. I said famine. Yet, yet, yet they return not unto me. 
saith the Lord. Hallelujah. He said, I set blasting to your vineyards, to your olive plants, to your gardens. He said, you knew it was from me. He said, yet you return not unto me, saith the Lord. I'm telling you, I could come to you tonight and put my hand on you. Amen, God's talking to you, and everybody around it knows that God's talking to you. Amen, and you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God's talking to you. Amen, there's some in here, but I don't want to embarrass nobody, but they ain't going to go to hell, amen, with their blood on my hands. I'm telling you something tonight, I can't keep that internet out of your house. Amen, but I'm telling you something, you're going to take your family to hell. Amen, going in these chat rooms, you're going to take your family to hell. You're wrapped up in pornography. I'm telling you something tonight, sir. You better let a preacher get to you. You better let the mercy of God reach for you. Boy, it got quiet. Amen. Let it, I'll preach on a little bit. Hallelujah. Amen. Can I tell you something? Amen. The number one, the number one cause of divorce in America today is the chat room. I'm telling you what, it's not the bar room anymore. It's not the hell holes of this world. It's the chat room. You better trade it in for a prayer room. You better get the mercy of God in your life. Hallelujah. When God's mercy goes to the extreme. Amen. He said, I sent blastings. He said, I sent blastings to you. Amen. I, I burnt your gardens up. I burnt up your fields. I burnt up everything around you. And you realize who it was, yet you turn not back to me, saith the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm asking you tonight, how far is God's mercy going to go with you? Hallelujah. He said, I sent moraine to your cattle, and your cattle died. Hallelujah. He said, I sent on you the same plagues that I sent on Egypt. Can you hear that? He said, I sent the same thing that I sent on Sodom and Gomorrah. He said, I rained hell, fire, and brimstone on you. And he said, yet you did not return unto me, saith the Lord. He said, I sent the plagues of Egypt on you. Amen. He said, I turned you water into blood. The very two things that we need for survival. But if they're out of place, I'm telling you something tonight, it's death. Amen. He said, I sent the same plague of frogs that I sent on Egypt. I sent them to you. It looks like you would have remembered Egypt. It looks like you would have remembered, amen, what I did down in Egypt. Yet you didn't return to me, saith the Lord. He said, my mercy is going to bring you back. My mercy is going to go to the extreme for you, sir. My mercy, somebody's prayed for you. I want you to know something. It's one thing. If you go to hell off of a bar stool somewhere, it's something else. When there's a mama that's poured out prayers on these altars, in this church God's mercy is going to go to the extreme for you hallelujah if a preacher can't get you and I realize that I am very uh, unable very incapable amen of reaching you if the spirit of the Lord don't speak to your heart if the spirit of the Lord don't draw you God went all the way down through it 
He sent everything that he sent on the land of Egypt. He sent the lightning that ran the ground. He sent the hail. He sent the locusts. He sent, he sent the lice to them. Let me take you to the, to the last day in Egypt. Amen. Let me take you to the day that, that Moses stood before Pharaoh. And ten times, ten times, ten times Pharaoh's heart was hardened. I'm asking you tonight, has it hardened your heart to the point that God's mercy is going to have to go to the extreme? Amen. To get you to an altar of prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. Moses stood before Pharaoh on that fatal final day. And he said, there's going to be a day like you have never seen, Pharaoh. He said, you listen to what God just told me. He said, there's going to be a death angel fly through at midnight. And he said, all the firstborn of Egypt from your house to the little maid that works down the street, all the firstborn of the cattle of the fields, the beasts of the fowls of the air, all of the firstborn that's in Egypt is going to die. God's mercy is fixing to go to the extreme and the scripture said that Pharaoh's heart was hardened. Hallelujah. And it said that Moses went away. Can I tell you, it was not him. It was, the, it was the countenance of God. Amen. When God's mercy has reached for you time and time and time and time again. Amen. And a preacher can't touch you anymore. Amen. And the power of God moving in a service and people feeling the anointing of God and little babies running to an altar of prayer and you say I'm not going to move tonight it's, I'm not going to let that preacher stir me off of this pew tonight I got news for you brother I got news for you sister I may not can amen but when God's mercy goes to the extreme you'll run to an altar of prayer you'll run to the house of God you'll scream for a preacher to preach to you I preach to you this week. Amen. The scripture said you will cry out for just one day. One more day. That you could have an altar call. Can't you see I'm going to take you to Pharaoh's house. Moses had walked out. Maybe in the noonday. And now we find that Pharaoh pacing the halls of his, of his palace pacing the halls I can see him go out on the go out on the veranda and there his wife comes out and they're looking at the most beautiful sunset that they have ever seen and God's mercy is telling him Pharaoh there's a God that painted me Pharaoh that didn't happen by accident he hears the cry of a baby down the street and God says, Pharaoh, I'm giving you an opportunity before my mercy goes to the extreme. Pharaoh's little wife comes that loves that little boy of hers more than anything in the world. And she says, Pharaoh, if by chance do you think that Moses and the God of Moses has more power than 
if by chance. Pharaoh, I don't want to lose that boy. And the voice of God and the mercies of God is feeling it shuts it out the sun goes down the sun goes down and he sees the, walks and he sees the most beautiful stars that he's ever seen and the voice of God says I'm the one Pharaoh that has hung the sun the moon the stars in its place that my my mercy is going to go to the extreme but ten times his heart is hard. Ten times. Can't you see that mother going in there and checking on that little boy at nine o'clock? Can't you see that mother going in there and checking on that little boy at ten o'clock? And going back to Pharaoh and said, Pharaoh, there's something different about tonight. Can you hear the quietness in Egypt? There's something different about Bendale. God's mercy is going to go to the extreme. Eleven o'clock. I see her run back to Pharaoh. Pharaoh, please. Please, I beg of you, Pharaoh. Don't take a chance with it. Don't take a chance with it. Can I tell you what God's Spirit is saying to you tonight? Don't walk out of the doors of this church again tonight. You walked out over my word two nights in a row. My mercy has reached for you night after night, morning after morning, day after day, preacher after preacher. My mercy has reached for you. And my mercy will go to the extreme for you. In the book of 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter. Go to verse 11. Midnight hour. I can see Pharaoh, hard-hearted Pharaoh, as he stood out on the balcony. The clock strikes midnight. And all of a sudden there's a cry that begins to come up the land of Egypt and all of a sudden he hears the screams of his wife as he turns she comes running to him Pharaoh you should have listened to the preacher Pharaoh you should have listened to the man of God when God's mercy goes to the extreme Read for me, verse 11, chapter 5. Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we preachers persuade, we persuade men, but we are made manifest unto God. In other words, it is, it is not my countenance, it's not my spirit, it's not my attitude. It's God's. It's God's. It's God's. It's telling you that God's mercy is fixing to go to you. Finish it. And I trust also 
that it'll make manifest in your conscience that something on the inside of you will make you realize God's mercy is reaching. God's mercy is reaching. As I left our church today, I rode down to the cemetery. It's in the forks of the road. We had a grandbaby there, our first grandbaby. But as I walked through that cemetery, I began to look at the names. And I realized that there was couple after couple in our church that came to the altar by the way of the grave. God's extreme mercy reached for them. Johnny and Mardale, an infant child, Johnny said in church, service much like this, preacher went to him, said, Johnny, you need to pray. He laughed in his face. He said, there won't be a day when Johnny prays. But can I tell you, by the midnight hour that night, a plastic cleaner's bag, a fan blew it off, and it went into that baby crib covered that little baby's face and when they found it it was dead can I tell you something Johnny is the one that called screaming on that phone can I tell you no I don't have to it was Johnny prayed through the Holy Ghost the next time and he's been there ever since what a price to pay to see your baby again. What a price to pay. Even when God's mercy goes to the extreme. Young man that I was preaching to two years ago gave an altar call. I went back, began to invite people to pray. Said, you need to pray. A young man by the name of Shane. He looked at me and said, I ain't praying. I turned to walk off, and the Holy Ghost checked me, and I went back. And I said, God, I said, you can pray. And he laughed, and he said, I told you I'm not praying. And I turned to walk away, and the Holy Ghost said, Kelly, we will. He turned back, and I said, God said, you will. You will. The epitome of a man. But five months later, I saw him. Five months later, brother, I saw him. He didn't look like the same, but he was full of the Holy Ghost. And as he stood to testify, he pressed a voice box. And he said, thank God, for cancer, it brought me to an altar. When God's mercy goes to the extreme, if God says you're going to pray, Israel, after I've done everything that I know to do, I'm going to music, I'm closing. Israel, after I've done everything I know to do, then he said, prepare to meet the Lord thy God. It didn't necessarily mean prepare to meet him in death, but he said, 
I'm fixing to pay you a visit like I've never paid you a visit before. When God's mercy goes to the extreme, this church stands tonight telling somebody in this house, God is calling you. God is calling you. You better, you better take God's first choice of mercy. You need to let a preacher reach for you. This message is going to go with you when you leave here. This message is going to go with you tomorrow, next week, next month. You're going to realize that God's got a plan. The reason they call this a pulpit is for that preacher that therefore knows the terror of the Lord is to pull men from the pits and the clutches of sin. God's mercy is reaching for you tonight. God's mercy is reaching for you. You've held to that pew long enough, sir. You've held to that pew long enough, ma'am. Life has been a shipwreck for you. Life is a turmoil for you. No accident, young lady, that you're here tonight. Amen. You need to let God, you need to let God's mercy reach for you. I'd rather for it to be through the pulling of the Spirit of the Lord. I'd rather for it to be through a baby's cry, through the song of a bird. But I am here to tell you tonight what God spoke to me in that prayer room this morning. He said, if you can't reach him, if you can't reach him, my mercy will go to the extreme. God loves somebody enough in here. God loves somebody enough in here to let his mercy go beyond the ordinary. If you're here tonight and you don't know the Lord through the power of the Holy Ghost, if you're here tonight and you're a backslider, I'm telling you what you need to do. You need to run to this altar of prayer. Sister Ford, that boy that you love so dear, you'd have, you would have rather for him just to heard the voice of a preacher. But can I tell you why he's there? God's mercy is going to the extreme. Amen. God's mercy. God's not going to let the prayers of a mom and a daddy go wanting in these altars. God's not going to let the prayers of a church, a brother or a sister, go wanting in these altars. But God's mercy is going to reach for you, whatever the cost, whatever the price. I'm inviting you tonight to come. Jesus said it would be better for you to have one arm. One hand, one foot, and go to heaven than it would to be whole and cast in the hellfire. He said it'd be better for you to pluck your eye. He wasn't for you mutilating yourself, but I'm telling you, God's mercy will go to the extreme if it has to. God's mercy. It's reaching for you. It's reaching for you. This church to go to praying right now. You need to come to this altar. You need to come with your mind made up. Thank you, young lady. There's others here tonight. Other young ladies, other young men. You need to pray. You need to come to this altar. I know you say, well, I got my whole life in front of it. You may not have tomorrow. God's mercy. God's mercy. 
Sir, you need to pray tonight. You need to come. Come on, brother. Come on. You need to let God fill you with this marvelous Holy Ghost tonight. Come on. All over the building tonight in Jesus' name. If you're here tonight and you need God, young lady, I don't know who you are, but I'm telling you tonight, God brought you here on purpose. You need to come. God's mercy is reaching for you. God's mercy is reaching for you. God's mercy is reaching for you. Amen. God's mercy is reaching. Ma'am, you need God. You ask for prayer for yourself and your family tonight. God's reaching. God's reaching. Come. Come on. Come on. Come on from where you're at. Come. 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 All over the building tonight. As they sing. Pray, church. Pray, church. If you're here tonight, you need to seek God. If you could spend five minutes with some of these in here tonight that's already saw the extreme mercy of God. Young lady, look at me. Look at me. Pray, church. You need to pray tonight. Ma'am, you need to pray tonight. You're not here by accident. You need to pray. Sing it. Come on, men, find somebody to pray with. Come on, sisters, find somebody to pray with. Mercy, God's loving mercy. Prepare to meet the Lord thy God. We would surely be long, but we found mercy when we nailed at the cross. Mercy, mercy, God's loving mercy has gained.
to push in church you can't have babies without pushing in the natural and in the spirit I need a push in church hallelujah, hallelujah. God wants to give her the Holy Ghost yes. I felt that from the sole of my feet to the top of my head God wants to baptize her the Holy Ghost tonight amen baptize her with her spirit amen I said baptize her God in that precious name of Jesus Hallelujah! 